Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, join us for thank you for joining us for another episode of the Put Me Over podcast. Today we have a tag team between me again, Pretty Paul Roma, and then the other half of Power and Glory, which is Dick. Who's that? What's that other guy's name? Hercules, right? Uh, I was to say Dickles in this case. But <laughs> that works. Awesome. So this is going to be our, our you know part two of the post WrestleMania recap. I did a part one that'll be out this week too. But now I have a tag team partner. I know Drew and uh, Bobby are busy invested in the WNBA, aka the MLS. Oh. <laughs> the, <laughs> the WNBA soccer. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I guess we'll get right into it since this one's going to be kind of quick. So Dick, hit us with the news, baby boy. Well, let's just first get into it. Let's talk about uh, the WWE releases that happened on Wednesday. Um, that It was April 15th which was one year to the date of last year's releases in which it was dubbed black i think that was on a tuesday so it was black tuesday last year uh the releases this year it wasn't so bad uh considering that we are one year removed from from the pandemic at the time we didn't know how bad it was and wb got a lot of flack for those releases but one name comes to mind and and that's samoa joe i was very shocked that he was released Right. He just, he just worked WrestleMania, and they ended up releasing him. A um, couple of names as well, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. That was shocking as well, with especially Billy Kay working at WrestleMania. Bo Dallas, I don't know how he lasted this long, but they he got free checks. Him. He got free checks for a while. Huh? <laughs> he, yeah, he was able to find a way. Uh, they, they haven't used him in years, and they it was not no more. Uh, Tucker, I'm not really surprised by Tucker. Um, once him and Otis were, were separated, Tucker was dead on arrival. And uh, Mickey James, just to name a few, I was kind of shocked by her. Um, I, you know, I figured they were going to use her more for the women's division, but uh, those are just a couple of names that that shocked me. Uh, what are your thoughts on on those releases? Um, well, first off, uh, this happens every year, right? Usually after Mania, right? Uh, so. Yeah. Now, like, you know, how we, we had this passionate debate about WWE hoarding talent. So there you go. Uh, a lot of them are released. Um, the biggest one that's going to hurt me personally is Samoa Joe, obviously, because we, I think he still has a little bit. He's over 40 now, right? So he's 42. Uh, he is racked up by injuries. Uh, the real question is because there have been rumors about him wanting to go back into the ring. Uh-huh. And, WWE may not have wanted him to do that because of his of his injury history. Right. But I thought he was doing an excellent job as as a color guy. I thought he was doing like one of the better, actually probably the best color guy in WWE aside from um, Corey, maybe. Nah, he was way better than Corey. You think so? I like Corey. Oh, oh yeah, he was except, way better than Corey. Except Corey likes Madsen for sure. He's totally. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one hurts because I like him as a person and I, I would think he would be like, he would have been there forever. Like even as a backstage agent guy. Um, yeah, that one sucks. Everyone else I can see why Peyton, obviously for my own selfish reasons, I'm sad to see her go, but there's opportunities in, you know, AEW new Japan. So, uh, Samoa is one that I could see that could take more eyes into AEW if he goes I just don't know what he, what his health is or what his in-ring capabilities are because they're already right. loaded with um commentators on AEW although some could go I think some are a bit redundant I think Shivani and uh, Ross are a bit redundant I think you know maybe if they split up and have other shows but um 
Yeah, what do you think, Dick? Well, uh, with, with Tony Schiavone, he is working with Excalibur on Dark, and then on the other uh, AEW show, he's working with Paul Wright. So he's kind of doing uh, a lot of double duties. Um, as far as the main show goes, it is really those three. I think with Joe, he 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 wants to have one more run. If if it goes well with AEW, why not? Right. Um, you could tell Japan. a great story where Joe wants to, you know. I think New Japan's another anywhere in Japan would be fine. Uh, just have that one more run because he wants to have that run, and he wasn't going to get it in WWE, unfortunately. And I feel I feel bad for him because I think there's still a little bit left in the gas tank. Wherever he goes, I think uh, he will do he will do well. And uh, yeah, out of those names, Joe by far, like by I, far, I, that's by the far. big one. That's that one hurts it's, me. It's, that one, yeah, I was really shocked by that. He just worked WrestleMania. He was doing color. He was doing commentary. On WrestleMania both nights. Right. Damn, that's a shame. But um, we wish him luck, and I hope. I'm, I honestly feel like there's an in, like some of his injuries are worse than we think. You know, like we assume that like just because, you know, they're kind of back on TV that they're a okay. But wrestling shape is different from you know, that right. hard shit. He, but yeah, absolutely. That sucks. Uh, that was the and biggest. He's not getting any younger. He is. Uh, he's in his forties. Right, right. And he wrestles in a pretty was, hard uh, style. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, Joe's been doing this for, for years. And you know what's even more shocking is uh, we were, I was watching we were watching Raw. I was watching Raw. And um, they did another switch as well in the commentary. So Joe leaves. They replace – oh, actually, Corey Graves goes to Monday night. Which is good. Which is good for Raw, I think. I'm, I'm, it, it is. But um, it's no longer Tom Phillips announcing. Right. Now they bring in Adnan Burke, uh, and he's an ML he's a he's a commentator for MLB. He does uh, the play by play for I think for the Toronto Blue Jays, but also for the MLB Network. Damn, that's a that's I mean I, they're trying to get real sports journalists in there. I guess that's I guess their outlook. Poor Tom Phillips though, because I thought he was good. Is good. Excuse me. He was he was he was good for what uh, given the situation and what they want. But, um, you know, listening to Adnan on Monday, I, 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 it was just too much like listening to a baseball game. Like <laughs> you're, you're watching wrestling and listening to a baseball game. And it just, I'm sure he'll grow into it, but it just seems like it was just a, a, an awkward pairing. Right. And I'm kind of confused. Uh, didn't Tom Phillips have COVID? I think, or he's under COVID protocols or some shit. I think that's why he was off mania. I think that that's, what be, the, uh, that's what the rumor is. And then they were going to make the switch originally, I think. I mean, that was the plan to get him off um, after Mania. But I think having him having COVID kind of expedited the process. So that's why he wasn't at any of the Mania um, events. He, he, I, he, I think he's going to be doing 205 Live. So, uh, wow. <laughs> and even, which is such a, which is a downgrade, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they want to go in one direction on Raw. Uh, Raw definitely needs to have a a, a, a face plan. They need to they need to revive Raw and find some way to get people to start watching it again. And right, right. Maybe having Adnan Burke as the announcer would help. We'll see what happens. Um, of course, with that move with um, him, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxton on Raw. Uh, SmackDown is now Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. Oh, that's pretty big. That's good. Because McAfee, I love him or hate him, he's a heat magnet. And we all know he's just now the second best celebrity wrestler, which we'll get into. Um, he, 
he's he's he was I you know on SmackDown I thought he was fine, but again like they could have used some old Joe there. Like I don't I don't know like right. maybe Joe's maybe Joe really wants to go back to wrestling. Um, if that's the case, I can understand being him being cut. But if there was a use for him, which there absolutely was. I think him and Cole on SmackDown would have been would have been fine, but we'll just have to see where uh, the commentary team goes. I just, it was just a real, real weird situation, and just the fact that Samoa Joe being cut was the weirdest one of them all. Absolutely, that's yeah. I mean, that's sad, but I'm, you can't keep everybody. Like you know how Bobby insists that that WWE lets people go. Um, this is the top. I mean, this happens every year, and like. There's another wrestling company out there. There's plenty of wrestling companies out there. TNA now um, is sort of having a resurgence, even though the ratings are still not moving with the collaboration. Um, but yeah, Joe in Japan mm-hmm. would intrigue the shit out of me. Um, although I don't re- like the only matchup in AEW I'd want to see is Kenny Omega. But even then, I think Kenny Omega has lost a lot of luster for me. So. <clears throat> Well, yeah. uh, Kenny is going to be wrestling next week uh, against Rich Swan. It's going to be title versus title. Um, is that on TNA or AEW? That's going to be on pay-per-view. Oh, that's shit. A, that's an Impact pay-per-view next Saturday. Impact pay-per-view, not AEW pay-per-view, right? Correct. Impact pay-per-view. And uh, I, if I'm Impact, you know, there's only one outcome. Any other outcome would be right. disappointing. Oh, then it's over. Then you're fucking burying um, the brand, <laughs> the whole brand itself. So. I mean – you would, I mean, Rich Swan winning would be would be a surprise. Yeah, um, I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, but you're building this up and you and you do a no contest or a draw. That's not the way to do it. That's and so that's crazy. Gonna hurt, that would hurt both companies if they go that route. So there's only really one outcome out of this situation. And that's what do you think that winning both belts? Yeah, like to elevate. Uh, because imagine though, Rich Swan winning, like, I mean, he's not the he's not a guy you know he's not the guy of a company you would never you would never envision him as being the guy um you know the guy he's a b plus player at most maybe c plus depending on what realm you're in but but yeah that's crazy how he's there he's their face that's weird he's a talented individual don't get me right, wrong right um, right just he's just not meant i mean i don't say he's not meant to be champion but it would be a shocker, um, especially if an Impact guy winning an AEW champion. That would be very, very sh- – that's that to me would be very shocking. And the way that they've built the AEW champion is that they have these long runs. And that would definitely – and there's more time with Kenny Omega being champion. Yeah, he needs so to work, too. It's way too short. There's way yeah. too, it's way too short. Omega's kind of – his whole run is kind of – like this is a whole other side tangent, but quickly I think his whole run is kind of disappointing. And his promo game sucks. And now I know why he like um he may have chose AEW versus WWE. He's not like a mainstream guy. He's just like, an indie wrestler, Max, like super plus indie wrestler. And he works in Japan because their English is bad. So um yeah, he's been disappointing. Maybe he'll turn it around, but like I love him and I'm one of the biggest Kenny Marks, but he's been awfully disappointing. I, I wouldn't say he's awfully disappointing. I think this is really just long-term, uh long-term booking that they're going with. Um, they, he, his promo game by himself is not the strongest and that's not why at all. Like Don Callis, it's like having Don Callis there as his mouthpiece works perfectly. Uh, Don Callis to me is one of the best promo guys in, 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 in wrestling at the moment. Uh, you could tell he's learned a lot from Paul Heyman. Cause that's what, that's where he right. was influenced by. 
There's baby Heyman in him. There's a lot of baby Heyman in him. You could see it. He was under he was under Heyman's tutelage when he was in ECW. So that that, that explains a lot. And um, I think it's just long term booking. Um, right now, um, AEW wise, I don't think the focus is on him wrestling other opponents in AEW as it is with Impact and where this is going to go. So I'm going to wait to see this is played out. Um, who knows? We'll see what happens in, in a couple months. Also, another thing to consider is that. Right now, we're still in the pandemic, so whatever plans they have with New Japan, they're still on hold because we don't know what's going on with them on their end, how the travel restrictions are going to be. So maybe as the days go by, we'll see more of this and see where, where, where this is going to go. It's just going to take some time. So we'll see. We'll see. Good luck to him because he needs to earn me back. He's been fucking up. Like, there's nothing really intriguing for me to watch him anymore. You know what I mean? But yeah, let's. I guess we'll 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 hit that up, especially with the rest of the guys. But what else? Anything else mm-hmm. big in the news? Um, I want to talk about real quick about Eva Uh it, there seems to be that she's had a falling out with AEW, and there's been reports that uh, there's been uh, she's been harassed by agents in the back. <laughs> I don't it's know wrestling. if this is true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, she claims that uh, this the setting's unprofessional, and she's been ripped online by uh, by other fans. As um, how can you call someone being unprofessional when you yourself are not being professional in the ring? And uh, they were showing a montage. It was a, it was a match recently with her and Thunder Rosa, where she was no selling a lot of Thunder Rosa's offense on national TV. That's and crazy. I, it's it's. With her, like, she's been in every organization out there, and AEW was going to be the last one, because if she wasn't able to ha- handle down in AEW, I don't think anyone else wants to touch her. I mean, Lucha Underground, there was a falling out between her and Lucha Underground. Uh, WWE, there was a falling out years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. There's always multiple sides to the story. She's claiming that there's that wherever she goes, she's getting harassed. Others are saying that she's just difficult to work with. So it, it's got to be somewhere in the middle, but I just feel bad because I'm an Eva Lee's fan and I like her in the ring, but just. That's scary, man. Time I think, is not on her side. Right. And I think it's, it's, this is a sticky subject because there's, she has a proven track record of being hard to work with, but at the same time, you know, you kind of don't want to ignore her comments about the harass. She's, she's claiming her, she's being harassed by agents, right? That's the claim. Yeah, so I think, yeah, that's, um, I'm curious to see where it goes because, again, her track record is uh, proven to be difficult to work with, but at the same time, we got to kind of see how it plays out. What if she is getting harassed, you know, or we'll figure, we'll see, we'll see. We'll just have to figure it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, um, but I, I'm just really, really disappointed. Like, like this, this is really was her last shot. And then we're probably not going to see her again. I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure she'll pick up some work somewhere else. But as far as being like as part of the major promotions, uh, right. I don't know. It's highly unlikely at this point. Well, well they're always welcome her at the Frankenstein's circuit. So <laughs> Frankenstein's. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. she was wrestling in. Um, she was wrestling in um, bar wrestling before. Um, before it got shut down. So she's done. A, she's done plenty of shows in, in the LA area and also other different independent leagues. Well, hopefully she gets that shit worked out because she's definitely talented. Um, but yeah, it, just like in any 
job you have if you're shit to work with it's going to be tough but i don't know i don't know the situation i can't say one way or the other so hopefully it works itself right. out i agree and um we you gave your opinion about wrestlemania uh last week or actually earlier earlier in the week um did you want to add anything else that you missed on on your on, on your analysis yeah i guess we can talk about it a little bit what did you uh what were some of the big takeaways you had uh for um for wrestlemania like what, what, um, yeah, I'm curious to discuss with you guys because mm-hmm. our threads have been pretty hot. Uh, I haven't been responding because I've been hella busy, but like, right, like your thoughts on, um, yeah, the overall WrestleMania, what you think? It was good, great, it was, I, it was great seeing a live crowd, uh, back after a year plus. So that was, uh, that was a positive, despite the weather conditions happening in night one. Um, I thought, you know. The crowd being back was a, was a good sign. Like, okay, maybe things were starting to get back to normal slowly. Vince McMahon opened up the show, and that was really that that got the crowd riled up. It seemed like everything was good. Uh, I thought night one overall was better, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, the way the the way that they booked the show, and um, you know, obviously the main event for night one, Bianca and Sasha, great match, the right outcome, and the right call to have the girls go on last. Uh, Bobby and Drew opening up first was also a good call. Um, I was a bit surprised that Lashley did win, but it was the right call. I don't think you should take the belt off Lashley yet anytime soon. Uh, everything in the middle, um, it was indifferent. Um, night two, although Bad Bunny uh, did put up was very good, and a lot of it was because of Miz and Morrison. They did they did their damnest to make Bad Bunny look good. So right. more, I give them props for that. That's that's night two awesome. on the other hand. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And we'll I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like yeah. talk about night two. Yeah. Night two on the other hand. Oh, man. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. <laughs> I would, opening up night two with the fiend versus Randy Orton and you build up that feud and have that finished. They had every right to boo. It oh, was I forgot about that. A, it was such a bullshit finish. It it made it really made no sense at all. Uh, that was a weird timing, and I think they they should they, that really you know that also helped that also hurt the the women's raw title match as well because they decided to go second to last, and I think they should have opened the show. Right. Um, Rhea Rinning was was the right outcome. Uh, you have basically new faces to um to promote both both sides on raw and smackdown for the women's division um so i'm i'm okay with that uh the main event was very good uh roman winning was not a surprise i i think that was the right outcome uh i was kind of surprised though because from what i've noticed uh it seemed like edge was getting the most shares he was surprising but i think um from what i've heard uh wwe was filling in noise uh on tv but in crowd uh, like at the actual stadium like some of the reactions were like more fresh so i don't know what the real reaction during that match was um but yeah it did sound like edge was the, the hot one you know mm-hmm. and, and roman getting booed was i mean i i didn't i i didn't think that was gonna happen where roman was gonna get cheered i i thought that you know he was he was doing such a tremendous job as being the dominant heel in the company that he was going to get booed. I didn't think they were going to, he was going to get cheered. Um, it wasn't going to be bizarre land. Uh, I was a little disappointed with how Daniel Bryan got like the weakest reaction of the three. Right. But it was still a good reaction nonetheless. Right. It was probably the second best match of WrestleMania week, I think. Well, second or third, depending on 
what you value, but I think it's definitely one of the better matches of the whole week, including NXT and all that shit. But I mean, uh, as far as the Mania matches go, I probably would put that up there. Um, I, I don't know if I put it ahead of uh, Walter and Ciampa, though, because that yeah, was that's just tough. A, that's the, that was the that's best. That's a tough. Ooh, that was a good match. That's a tough match. But, um, yeah, if you notice the outcomes, they were definitely heel-dominated. Do- heel and um, now we know why, because the next pay-per-view is going to be WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> a fascinating name. I guess Peacock probably wanted to brand it or market it so people can associate it. Who knows? But that's a weird call. That's I, a very weird call. That's a, that's a very weird call. Uh, and they've already announced several matches. I um, Drew McIntyre versus um, Bobby Lashley is going to be on the show. Um, Roman's opponent, I don't know who, who his opponent's going to be. It'll likely be Cesaro. It might even be uh, Edge or Daniel Bryan at this point. But there's going to be a lot of rematches from WrestleMania just to hype the show up. So maybe we're going to see uh, title changes happening. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, I just thought that was really weird that it was mainly heel dominated. And then now we know why, because they're going to do WrestleMania sell. backlash. Right, right. But yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean. I originally thought, I think I said this in the, the other recap, but like in my my initial impression, and I think I've said this on episodes before that I thought this was going to be, this had the potential to be one of the best manias ever. And I, even with that being said, I think it's still maybe in the five to eight range of best WrestleManias of all time. Because I think it was a pivotal mania um, for a lot of reasons. Once the fans are back and I think it had some moments and, and the number one uh, biggest complaint of that, you know, we've had or that we've talked about in a lot of episodes is what that WWE fails to like bring on new talent, right? Or fails to develop new talent. And I think this WrestleMania did it like best. I mean, it's not the thing that's upsetting is like guys that we love and like a lot of the Marks world love, like a Ricochet or Alice or Black, aren't the guys in that position right now. But that's okay. But look at look at all the people who won. Yeah, it was heel dominated, but a lot of the people, the big winners of WrestleMania weekend, were guys who weren't like established badasses or established stars. You have Bianca, Rhea, uh, all stars from NXT who are who pushed to the next level. Then you have, which was I thought was an underrated match, Apollo uh fucking that was a the dabo and omas i think all those matches did exactly what they had to do i think booking wise this menu was fantastic and it built and set the stage going forward for for like in the next 10 years of who the established guys are now or you know the future of the wwe um i thought this mania did fantastic with that obviously you had the match of mania which is bianca and um sasha uh, yeah, that match was perfect. I think that's the best women's match ever just because of the stakes with apologies to Bailey and uh, Sasha one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, this menu was probably five to eight and it, it established new stars. It, it gave, oh, we, we haven't even talked about how Cesaro is coming off of that. What a win. Right. And like, oh, rightfully so, uh, yeah. you, you, there had to be no other outcome. Seth is already established and, the SmackDown division needs baby faces to go up against Roman Reigns. And that was the perfect outcome. And um, I, like I said, I think that's going to be likely the next opponent for Roman at WrestleMania backlash. You need to have new opponents <laughs> for him. Uh, I don't see Cesaro winning the belt, but no way. Then again, no way. Roman's Roman's brain should not end anytime soon. You want to run with it. 
Like, right. have him run with it, and then eventually you want to have someone who will dethrone him. It might be next year. Uh, it might be sooner. You just have to go with the flow. The only problem is that there's no that they're doing the Thunderdome, so it's not really the fans that are responding. It's really right. one man who is dictating how the fans should respond. So we'll see how this plays out. And um, Cesaro did come out on SmackDown and uh, note to the wardrobe department, get him a better suit, guys. Jesus Christ, that looked awful. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So I think just to wrap up WrestleMania, I thought it was amazing. And now oh, here's a big thing too. Like we were all so pissed about the Hurt Business, like being broken mm-hmm. up. I, I was devastated, obviously. But now we kind of see why they did it, right? How more big badasses Bobby Lashley, like just destroying people on his own. And obviously I think they're going to have um, a reiteration of it still, or maybe bring it back at some point. Um, but I think looking back, I see why they did it. I'm still not hundred percent in a, to break them up, but I could see why. And it, it is making sense storyline wise or like elevate elevating Bobby. Cause he don't need nobody, you know, he I mean, did- the hurt business is essentially him and MVP. Right. So He's a what, chief hurt officer, so uh, he, I guess he gets to decide who he, he hires. I just think it was unnecessary, though. Like, uh, they, there was nothing wrong with having Shelton and uh, Cedric there. They, I felt that was unneeded. And the way that Bobby was booked going into Mania, like, I don't know how you felt, but to me, like, he was kind of being booked like a babyface. Like, he was going up against two, two opponents on the Raw uh, before Mania. And I'm like, that's kind of a babyface move right there, you know. And right. the way he dominated both, uh, both, um, both opponents. I mean, and in fact, it was actually Alexander and uh, Benjamin. I'm just like, this is like a babyface right here. Maybe they're going to have plans to have him eventually turn babyface, or maybe the fans are going to cheer him. It was just kind of weird how that turned out. Right, and I think that's why they did it too, because I think her business was becoming a face faction because they were so hot. You know, they didn't want to have them be face and force Vince's hand to make them a face faction because right now I think Bobby as a heel is what it needs to be. So that, again, I think mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why they might've kept or broke up the hurt business. Cause they were this close, like a couple tweaks with a live crowd there, it could have turned them face, you know? So we'll see. Yeah. We'll just have to see what happens uh, down the road. Uh, I did watch NXT and AW this week. I don't know if you watched uh, either shows. I saw NXT because I wanted to see the celebration with those mm-hmm. three champs. That was fantastic. That uh, was great. What happened on AEW? Anything big? Yeah. Uh, uh, go out of your way to watch the Young Bucks versus Phoenix and Pac. Uh, tremendous match. Um, whenever Nick Jackson and Phoenix are in the ring together, it's they're, 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 they work so well together. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, they have a good chemistry. Them two in particular. Um, oh, they're never going to be solo wrestlers. I don't, well, not any of the bucks are, the bucks are never splitting up, but, but, um, but yeah, if they the, were, Nick has a better chance of being a single star than Matt. Isn't Matt the one riddled with injuries? Matt's the uh, older one. Yeah. He's the one who's all yeah. fucked up. Huh? Yeah. You could tell too. Like there's one that's a little more loosey goosey. Like as far as his joints don't look like they hurt as much. Um, but that was the main Nick event. Is the younger brother. That was no, the that was the opening. That was the opening match. Oh shit! That was uh, that was an opening match, and that was uh, incredible. So, if you get a chance, go out of your way to watch it. Um, 
they are continuing the feud with um with uh mjf's faction the pinnacle and um and damn i can't think of jericho's faction right now um inner circle inner circle so they're gonna they're gonna keep building it up may 5th is gonna be uh their version of war games i think it's a little too soon uh i, I want to see them built up a little bit longer but you know we'll we'll see what happens as the weeks go by uh tyson got involved uh, um, real quickly, I do want to talk about the main event, Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy. Um, I don't know why Matt Hardy does these kind of matches because this guy is just hanging on pins and needles. That was for the title, right? That was for the TNT title, yes. Literally. Like, and, he probably uh, has pins. Right. Yeah. It, it's, was that a good it, match? I mean, just, I mean, that's a weird pairing. That's a weird pairing for um, – you know, it was very good for what it was. Um, the, can you oh, hear me? You're getting cut off. Oh, there you are. Oh, okay. Uh, for what it was, it was a very good match. Uh, yeah, no. Fucking insane, though. Uh, both guys, especially Matt, at his age, doing uh, you know, doing a doing a leg drop off a ladder. Him and ladder should not. He should not be anywhere near a ladder. Like, yeah, no. Unless it's like it's 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 scary. Right. Unless he's fixing a roof on the Hardy complex, but like, yeah. Oh man, yeah, but it was crazy. a very good match. Why would they put him in that position? He's version negative, like negative point five right now. He's like he That's, needs to relax. I I think it's just it's just that wrestler mentality. Like I still have a little bit left in me, and I at the same time I'm sure he wants to put uh, Darby Allen over, and uh, it was just like that mentality kicking in. Like I guess I still I still can do this, but. You, you you can up until a certain point and you know i'm just i'm just glad he's okay uh, match was match was great uh, a lot of inter- interference though um but the right guy won obviously darby allen won um so if you do get a chance maybe check that match out it was a false count um, anywhere match too which is insane for yes. matt hardy he needs to stop these for a bit mm-hmm. like just wrestle dude just like <laughs> come on now yeah yeah um, and then, and then um, I don't know. I mean, I, another thing I, I found interesting was that I looked at the ratings and um, NXT did pretty well, 805,000 for Tuesday. AEW did over 1.2 million. I don't know if this is going to be the norm, but there is something to consider. Is that, that good for them? WrestleMania. That's excellent. That's, okay. that's excellent. Uh, I didn't expect them to go over a million, let alone 1.2 million. But that's probably an anomaly because it was the first week by itself officially going forward. Uh, not to mention that I think what also may have helped was on uh, Peacock after WrestleMania. I don't know if you got a chance to watch uh, the Stone Cold interview with Chris Jericho. Is it up yet? Is, it, is that up on Peacock or it's, the network? It's on Peacock. The network is okay. no longer active in the U.S. Okay, good. So if you get a chance, go ahead and watch it. It was, it was pretty good. I was really, I was really shocked that they even mentioned AEW by name, and they talked quite a bit about AEW. Um, that was uh, that was a bit of a shocker right there. Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, we, we mentioned this before. Vince had no problem with it, and they talked about it quite a bit, mainly more so focused on Jericho's career. But there were uh, some mentions about AEW. Maybe that might have helped, where they got some extra eyeballs for Wednesday. Right, we'll right. We'll find out next week if that's going to be the norm or if that was just an anomaly. I also think the ratings might have been really high too, because 
it's the first show after Mania. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the wrestling world is all pretty much the IWC is all one, one thing. So I think that we're kind of to see if there's like a big response. And it is like the wrestling New Year, so we'll kind of see what where they're gonna go. At least in WWE, it, it is. So, um, we'll, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've said this for a while. They need to be on separate nights. Um, I think it benefits everyone involved having it separate nights. The Wednesday Night War was just. It was it. It lasted for over a year, but um, it they in order for NXT to actually thrive, it needed to be away from Wednesday. It needed to stay away from AEW and 100%. be its own show. Right, because it's a different brand. When, it's a different type yes. of wrestling. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. WWE Raw versus AEWs makes more sense than NXT versus AEW. I think. now. Now, if I'm Vince McMahon, I look at that number and I see 1.2, and then I'm looking at Raw, and Raw's doing like, you know, I mean, the, the Raw after rating was about 2 million, but if like, if it goes to like 1.7, 1.6, and they're staying the same, I would be worried because they might have gotten that opening, and now they're competing with, they're competing with Raw. Right, right. So that's, that's something to, that's something to, to, to think about. We'll see. I mean, Vince always seems to find the right, uh, move when he needs to, you know what I mean? Like he'll struggle half the year, but when, when um he needs to break glass in case of emergency, he'll find he'll find some trump card or some John Cena or some shit, you know what I mean? Some shit like that. We'll see what happens. Uh, I I I I mean, also at the same time, I think maybe they did this as a means to get, you know, more eyeballs on the wrestling in general because when there's more eyeballs in wrestling, everyone does benefit. And it right. does have a, a, a trickle down effect on everyone else. So right, right. I kind of saw that as maybe like getting more eyeballs on it. You know, let's, let's see what happens. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Next week is going to be interesting to see if this is the norm or if it's just a one-time thing. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, all eyes on wrestling. It helps everybody, like you said. Yes. Was there any big stand uh, in wrestling? Like any big thing that really stood out to you? <sighs> Smackdown was just kind of a whatever show. I mean, really, the announcers and the switching was to me was kind of like it was just there. Raw was just I, I gave up after about uh, after about an hour and a half. Oh, Charlotte's back. That it. was that was interesting. I guess she kind of looked like Matt Riddle. I think there was like a IG post when her like her shoes came off, and like from the backside, it looked like Matt Riddle. <laughs> she looked like Matt Riddle. Yeah, uh, she cut a pretty decent promo. Um, yeah, she's so kind of. She, she she it seemed like she channeled her inner game right it was it was like triple h early 2000s so uh having her involved uh it, i mean it was uh, why she was even out of the wrestlemania card was just a track was a travesty to begin with because there was no reason for her to not be on wrestlemania she's arguably the best wrestler in the company so yeah she they, they should have found a they should have found a spot for her so uh that was that was real shocking but uh having her back in there uh with Oscar and Rhea Ripley, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm a little intrigued by that. Uh, SmackDown, um, Cesaro and uh, Jay Uso did have a pretty good match, but uh, it was uh, it was cut off by Seth Rollins. He interfered for the DQ. I still think it's going to be Cesaro and Roman Reigns at the next pay per view. Has uh, to, or like the next big one, maybe like some. What's the next big one? SummerSlam. Is it, uh, out of the well, actually, they have Money in the Bank. So. Oh shit. Uh, I don't know when, because last year Money in Bank was after WrestleMania. 
right after was it right after it was the it was a pay-per-view after mania oh fuck so uh this one is now that it have wrestlemania backlash i just hope it's not going to be a recurring theme where you have wrestlemania as the um as a name and then you have the pay-per-view after like wrestlemania money in the bank because that is that's overkill right SummerSlam backlash WrestleMania SummerSlam edition. Like, come <laughs> WrestleMania on, SummerSlam. Yeah. And yeah. even even with the WrestleMania backlash, you're you're prostituting the, the WrestleMania brand. And now it's no longer, I mean, it's no longer one night. I get it. I understand. And they did a they kind of did like a week, but now you're doing it like almost like a sequel. That's just that's going a little too too far. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm really excited though. I think uh Cesaro being in that. I think what's what's his name? The feud with, or I mean, Apollo Cruz's character development over the last year, or not year, but the last two months or something, has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Him as the IC champ is money, and then now there's so much, there's so many contenders. Like I think Riddle may make a run for a, um, his match with uh, Sheamus was underrated, and I think like Big E has some room to move around too. So we'll see where all these people go. I mean, I I I think. I think Big E's, uh, I, if they do it correctly, he might be the next big opponent for Roman at SummerSlam. Or Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank's going to be fascinating. It could be. Uh, Riddle's on Raw, but of course, I don't think it really matters with the brand split. Like, it's just right. It's just arbitrary. It's just there. They don't even follow their own fucking rules to begin with. So <laughs> it's wrestling, why, man. Sh- why should we at the same right. time? Right, right. You can literally book anything, and it could happen in your mind so like and in real life so it's what's one man's decision whatever he wants to do yeah and was there anything else we're missing like i know that uh obviously bianca is the star of the show right now um what else are we missing uh, um it's gonna be interesting to see what's gonna happen on smackdown i mean obviously i think current sasha gonna have another match i i because i don't think that feud's over by any stretch of the imagination Right. So I could see them having a rematch at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. God, I hate saying that. Already. Yeah, that's, that's. We'll just call it Backlash. That's for yeah. old times' sake. I was a bit disappointed that Bailey wasn't on Mania. I mean, aside from the skits, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, it. You know what hurts is that traditionally after Mania, they would do the brand split, and they would. I mean, I'm sorry, the brand draft, and they would. Uh, they would kind of you know move pieces together. Kind of. Yeah, restructure after Mania. Now that they're doing it in October, uh, that's kind of a, a ways off. And I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe they might do something before that. They might be like, you know what? We'll do another mid, mid-season shakeup or whatever the hell they want to call it. I mean, they can, they can do whatever the fuck they want, basically. So, uh, But I feel like they need something like that because you want to get some pieces over um, from Raw to SmackDown, vice versa. And then you can even get some NXT in there as well. Right, like when what is the undisputed era guys gonna do now? You know, so like we'll see. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because on NXT, uh, Roddy Strong uh, did leave with his wife, so it seems like it's it's a storyline. But maybe he might be going to either Raw or SmackDown. Uh, we'll we'll find out. Ooh, that's know. scary uh, for him. I'm scared for him. I'm scared for Roddy. Um, even when he was in NXT, I mean, him as a solo guy. I mean, he's a great talent. I love right. him in the ring, but. <laughs> He, he needs to be with someone, right, or a group of people because those little boots ain't gonna ain't gonna help themselves. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. So, 
hopefully the undisputed era will come back together at some point you know which you know they will obviously. eventually i mean all factions they'll they'll come back at one point um they i think they might uh, i honestly i think with cole and o'reilly i mean that's it you you move on uh now you can have one or both guys move to raw and or smackdown um, I think at this point you, you move Adam Cole. I mean, I don't know, man. You got Hill dominated champions on both shows. I don't know yeah. where, I don't know where Adam Cole would fit in, in right now at the moment. Maybe not even know. put him in the title picture. Just have a feud with someone, you know, that would make sense for him. Like imagine him, like it's not going to happen right now because AJ's in the tag team feud, but imagine mm-hmm. him feuding with AJ or something like that. You know, someone of that caliber. It would help. I could see that. Or like the um, New Day versus I mean, you, the you UE. could also maybe. Uh, you you could do that. I mean, if 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 that's going to be the plan, but I don't know. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll we'll see what they're going to do. Damn, I love wrestling because there's so many possibilities. They always disappoint, no matter what. But but yeah, I think this WrestleMania and like what's going on right now, I think they're in a good place for going. I'll forward. say I'll. I'll say this though. I think Vince Vince opening up WrestleMania like he did was prob- was probably one of the best moments in Mania history, and um, it just it, it just felt so great having him announce I and mean, having some sort of normalcy and how relevant it is now was definitely um, was really great. And I would say that's probably one of the top Mania moments. I mean, definitely top Mania moments in the past ten years and maybe all time, given what we're in right now. Yeah, and as annoying as he is. Um, he's, a uh, he's crazy as annoying as he is. He's pretty, he's pretty, um, like special, you know what I mean? Like his mic work is fantastic. Like, yeah, he's, he's crazy. Like when he started speaking, I got lost in it. So it was fantastic work. Yeah. And he didn't trip over his words or anything. It all came from the heart and, uh, it was just it was a moment that everyone needed like i think like think the, the WWE universe needed with him coming out with all the wrestlers you know out there behind him you know saying thank you that was the perfect moment and it, it tipped off a great night one yeah so congrats to him so i guess that's pretty much it um we'll check in again next week hopefully this is kind of the awkward period of when after mania when things start going awry or like we're just trying to figure stuff out but yeah See you guys next week. Anything else? Any last words, Dickie? Just uh, be safe out there, everyone. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Peace. All right, Dick. Uh, I got to go. I got to go.